and welcome to another episode of Under the Cardboard Box Podcast. This is episode 44. Arnaldo, how are you doing today? I'm well, Heido. I'm well. We're here in Soundproof Studios. Man. We are. We're live with audience members here, not just uh, ourselves, because we're usually in here. But I have my brother and sister-in-law and my wife joining me here. The, the famous Adelise. The one that we always speak about. And she never hears us at all. Yeah, she says she's a fan, but she doesn't really hear our But she our supports episodes. us on Patreon, which is great. Yeah, that's good, yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what was the term she used? She said, it comes out of my account and into your wallet. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So welcome, guys. Thanks for being with us in uh, the studio here. Uh, we're glad to have you. And so they are from the Dominican Republic. Yes. Uh, and this is their first time in the States. That's right. That's right. This is their very first time. Um, but we're rambling because, you know, our rambles. Oh, Jen Snake, we apologize for this. Please keep on listening. <laughs> anyway, Heido, are you good, man? Yeah, man, I'm good. I'm a, I'm a little tired. Had a long day today. What I about see. you? Uh, me too, me too, man. Um, I am tired. I'm so glad that I now work Tuesday through Saturday because I have Sunday and Monday off. So that makes good. my day. It makes it feel like it's a three-day weekend because when I work on Saturdays, I get out really early. Oh, really? Yeah. But let's just get right into what we're going to talk about today before we get some hate mail. So we got some news right now. We got some unreleased MGS music available to listen on composer Justin Brunette's website, Hideo Kojima, to receive Lifetime Achievement Award at Brazil Game Show. It's funny because he takes a lifetime to make a game. That's right. (laughs) And uh, those are the only two pieces of news we have. Not much of a news week this week. Nope. But we do have much more in the Coda conversation. So, Heidel, are you ready to start your show? Let's start the show. The CB News. So we've got two pieces of news. Um, first off, unreleased MGS music available to listen on composer Justin Burnett's website. So Justin Burnett, one of the composers... Uh, for Metal Gear Solid 5 has posted some of his work on his personal website, giving us a chance to listen to some previously unreleased music created for MGS5. We've have it it seems like there's a lot of you know music that was for MGS5 that just never came out. But yeah, let's continue. You can play the tracks on his website. You just go to under video games and then the full track list is available. Uh, and these are actually some of the tracks. Tell me this doesn't sound like like chapters in the Metal Gear game. Standoff in the lobby. Helicopter massacre. It's raining fire trucks. The whale. Quiet helicopter battle. Huey's trial. Liquid escape. Yeah, uh, that's hilarious because I was uh, listening to it. Um, when was it? Uh, the other day, I think when it was announced on Metal Gear Informer. And it sounds pretty good, man. I, I really like the soundtrack. I think that uh, some of them didn't really fit with the Metal Gear Solid 5 world. Uh, but all in all, it was still it was still very good. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, but they do really sound like just Metal Gear chapters. Like, what was that? Fire truck? What was it? It's raining fire trucks. That is hilarious. I want to know. I've never seen a fire truck in Metal Gear. But tell us what Hideo Kojima is up to. <laughs> well, Hideo Kojima receives a Lifetime Achievement Award at Brazil Game Show. Hideo Kojima will be at the Brazil Game Show in Sao Paulo, which will take place between October 11th, my wife's birthday, and the 15th. 
where he will receive a Lifetime Achievement Award for his work on the Metal Gear series and other projects, including Snatcher, Zone of the Enders, and P.T.? Wow, I actually didn't know that. P.T.? Er, yeah, he's receiving an award for a demo. <laughs> that, oh, never that never came, came out. out. Uh, earlier awards Kojima have received so far, including the 2009 Lifetime Achievement Award, Developmental Achievement, a development legend at Develop Awards 2016 and industry icon at the Game Awards in December. Soon, he'll be able to add another award to his already impressive resume. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, good for him, dude. Uh, he should definitely continue working on Death Stranding. Do not expect that game anytime soon. It just would not be coming out uh, <laughs> in the near future. So, yeah, that's great, man. He definitely deserves it. Deserves all the award. Not too sure about the PT one since that was a uh, a glorified demo just like peace walker but um oh, peace sorry. walker you mean ground zeros ground zeros yeah Go oh man it. you were about to get so Woo! much hate mail for all the people that already hate you they would thank they will hate you even thank you more. steve and speaking about hate oh uh, steven cruz we're gonna die no 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 say that to the end of the show we are rambling hate you steve okay thanks well guys uh so also remember guys you can catch all the news we get uh, on MetalGearInformer.com. Those guys are really cool. They're up to date. They not only do news, they do surveys and kind of articles about different things about Metal Gear. So if you're interested, MetalGearInformer.com. As far as UCBP news, uh, on Twitter, we actually ran a poll and uh, it was in kind of context to the series that we're starting. Uh, and I asked, who was your most memorable Cobra? And so the options were the fear the fury, the pain, and the end, right? So a lot of you guys voted in, and actually the end came out on top with 59%. In second place, we have the fury at 22%, uh, and the fear and the pain were a tie at 9%. Man, so I can understand why the end was the most memorable. I voted for the end in my own uh, in my uh, Twitter account. Um, what do you think, Kaido, about that? Yeah, I think that's a, a fair assessment. And I would definitely pick the end. I think a lot of people uh, would have as well. He's just very memorable. It's you, just different. It was just different from the other battles. Uh, yeah, yeah. The other battles were yeah. kind of like... It's straightforward, the other battles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other battles were like, I'm coming at you kind of a deal. But uh, when you fought the end, it was like Hunter versus Hunter. It was, yeah, it was actually very unique. I've never seen it done in a video game. Um, I don't know if uh, a boss fight really inspired me and really... Uh, made me think more than the end. I think the first time I played it, it took me uh it took me a, a few hours to beat. Would you dare say it was better than the battle with the boss? Um hmm. It's a tough question, right? It's That's a tough question, yeah. It's very good because the way to fight the boss in the end of Metal Gear Solid 3 is not with weapons, not with any type of... Uh, although you could. Although, yeah, obviously, although you could, but I'm saying like the real the way to play it, way to the honorable it. way is CQC to the end, but, right? I mean, she's shooting you. She yeah, she suits she suits you, <laughs> but <laughs> but I think the best way to really get the best out of that um it's that to, fight to is to fight her CQC. Right, of get CQC. In in terms of the end and the boss, very tough match. Uh, but I'm gonna have to give it to the end. That that was a very you see that that's a very non fanatic answer to give. Yeah, yeah. You know, thank you, man. Yeah, absolutely. We we. We want you to know at UCBP that, man, listen, we're Metal Gear fans, but we call it. Yeah, no. We're going to call yeah. it. We're going to call like, it. 
you know, of course, we love the boss. We lo- I love that fight. I, that fight is amazing. I remember yeah. Elvis and I would go head to head trying to beat each other's score when we were doing in like boss battles. Oh, uh, yeah. We would yeah, go, yeah. We would go nuts trying to do that one. Um, but yeah, I, I've got to I got to say that the end, the whole the whole thing about it, you know, the ways that you can beat him and stuff like that. And and especially when they would put the point of view from his scope. To you, like where he amazing, sees you, amazing, amazing. Like, yeah, I can, I can definitely get it. And how you're crawling, and I, you get so scared if you, like, yeah. I remember I jumped out of my skin the first time I was like trying to look for him in first person view. Yeah, and yeah. he appeared behind me. Oh my and, goodness! And that's like yes. an automatic lose. Yeah, and he takes you all the way back to the jail cell because yeah. he knocks you out. Yeah, and I was like, what the heck? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. The thing about fighting him is you don't know really like where he's coming from, right? And then not only that, but you know, obviously back in the day, you needed to load these maps to get to different places. Yeah, because there were like four or five different places where he could be. Where he can be, right? So it kind of felt a little bit, although the playing field is not as big. But it feels bigger just because of the loading screen, was, you know. No, it's huge, man. No, it's it really huge. Is. But I'm, but I'm saying it's not as big as like an open world kind of. Well, I mean, if, you, stuff, if you're you know? gonna put it for the for with the, um, against other competitors and other systems and stuff like that, of course not. Like, think about fighting quiet in that area. You know, like that area well, is a I, lot bigger. Would you say quiet's you know? area is, is bigger than the? Yeah. Area so you there, with? there was a um, what was it on IGN like following this thing of. Or was it Polygon? I can't remember. But following like the density of Metal Gear bosses or whatever. And then they compared obviously Quiet and the end. And they showed kind of like this rubric uh, where they had the Quiet's area and the end's area. And the only reason I'm getting this is because of this article. So I'm sorry I'm forgetting this. But they said that Quiet's area is, is a lot bigger. But the ends felt bigger because of the loading screen and that's, because that's of the smart, yeah, because of the structure. You can really climb stuff. Is that what you were going to say? Right. The structure and stuff. And, um, the ends felt bigger just because of the loading screen and also the camera angles. The camera, you could really see far in Metal Gear Solid Five. In uh, Metal Gear Solid Three, you can't see that far. Up, so it's kind of like you know unknown territory, right? Could so be. It, and, and then it felt also you can sprint in Part Five, and so you can might, sprint, yeah. So you know you're yeah. kind of running, and in in this metal in um Metal Gear Solid Three, you kind of had to crawl a lot. Yeah, it felt more methodical a little, although the quiet's was methodical but i felt i felt with the ends it was a bit uh where like yes it has the element of surprise at any moment but also like man the end put fear in you like just like when you set the scope and or when he says got you or good night or something oh man you're just like where where (laughs) you stick out like a sore thumb and then boom Boom. oh man it was was great that crap man fantastic and i like you have to move you don't stay still when you see it from his scope to you, yeah, you're like crap, crap, crap. Yeah, you know, like you're just trying to move. But, but yeah, man. Um, also, it, like, even the way we're talking about it now, you can kind of see why it was the most memorable. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, guys. Also on our Twitter, we now have 336 followers. Beautiful. On our uh, YouTube, we have 123 followers. Guys, please subscribe there. And uh, also, guys, GMP is very low. We ask that you please consider supporting us so that we can push out the content that we love to do and you love to hear the codec conversation so if you listen to our previous episode we started a new series in which we're talking about 
you know, possible games that can fit into the Metal Gear, you know, world. You know? And so we wanted to just we we put our heads together and just wondered what you know what could work. Uh last time we spoke about a possible story with the Cobra unit and the boss and uh how her story could be and what led her to what you know what happened now. Uh so please feel free to listen to that. If you don't want to hear the entire episode, you can just listen to the Coda Conversation, which is on our YouTube channel. This time Heido and I sat down. We thought about another game, and it was Heidel, do the honors. From lightning to sun. From lightning to sun. And if you <laughs> if you understood any of that, if you're a Metal Gear fan, you would know that we're talking about, when we say the lightning, we're talking about Raiden. And when we say sun, it's short for Sunny, which is yeah. the daughter of Oga. If you recall, um, Raiden's nanomachines were connected directly to... Um, to Oga's daughter's heart. And if his nanomachine stopped, or if he died, if he rather, died, yep. mm-hmm. she would die. Right. And so that's why Oga sacrificed her life for, for her daughter to possibly live. And so in gratitude, or rather in a, in a sense of needing to complete this, Raiden, you know, felt obligated to rescue her daughter. Yeah. From the Patriots. And he voiced his concern to Snake, and Snake assured him that they would find her. Now, we're, we're working with a 10-year gap here, because it's from part two to part four, there's a 10-year gap. Yeah, game starts just like that. Just like that. No info, nothing like that. What happened? Very vague, you know? And I think it's, it's a very good spot to kind of like, there's a game here. There's a, right, and that's what we want to get to with these topics is... That when you find a gap between something, because essentially we're working with in this Metal Gear series that we're doing is gaps, right? A gap between there's more to the story than the vagueness of and in 10 years and you start with old snake kind of thing, right? Yeah. So this is the gap that we're talking about. Um, and you're absolutely right about having a bridge where we can connect these two games. You were saying this last episode, having a bridge where we can connect uh, po- two, possibly three games together um, and just telling a story, keeping right. it canon, keeping yeah. it to the lore of Metal Gear. Right, right. Absolutely, man, because we got so much to work with here. So we've got a baby that's that's being held by Patriots, which we know by the phone call that Atacan and Snake share at the end of part two. They've been dead for 100 years. So who's holding her? Right. We've got yeah. snakes accelerated aging. When does it we would love to know when it started. Like yeah. when he started yeah. noticing. Yeah. I could his aging. I could imagine like a scene in the mirror or something or Yeah, he he like know. wakes up and he notices he's like It's wrinkling. You know, and, and they you know, Atakan and him talk about it and stuff like that. We've got Raiden. And, and sorry to cut you off. And yeah, it yeah. also and also seems like he's accepted that already. You know, every time, you know, when Meryl meets him again, like you know, he she pretty much asks him in in a in a simple term like how that why do you look so old you know kind of thing you know and he just simply answers accelerated aging and all these things he goes into into it but it's like he's just like listen it's this and, and he's already accepted that fact but w- what happened when like he first saw it you know did like he going struggle through with that, that you know what I mean like yeah. like even as little as changing his beard style you know yeah, what I mean yeah in part four he had a must he has just a mustache yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. When in part two, in part, 
And all the other ones, he has a beard. He has, he has a full a beard. beard. Yeah. And it could probably be ge- genetically, genetically, like that's just a way he just didn't, he couldn't grow facial hair there anymore. And it just, he just had the old man beard. I would, I think I would disagree a little bit because Big Boss had a full beard in part four when he returned. So I, yeah, it, no, it could be. It, it could, could be, be yeah. just a new look for him. He didn't probably, he probably didn't like the way he looked with his beard. Who knows? Maybe. Or it could be that his hair fell off and that's all he could grow. For some reason. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> we can go heads or toes with this. Let us know. Under the cardboard box at gmail.com. That's right. So, and so where does this begin? And so we were, t- we were thinking, we were like, what if the game kind of started opposite to how Metal Gear Solid 2 was? So in Metal Gear Solid 2, you know, we get to play fan favorite as Solid Snake, right? Metal Gear, I said two, right? Yeah. Yeah. So in Metal Gear Solid 2, you get to play as Solid Snake at first. And so as you proceed, you do the first mission in the tanker and you're thinking it's sunk. What's next for Snake? Then writing comes in. Big kick to the nuts for everybody, right? Yeah, fan favorite. You know, who the heck is this guy? But what if Metal, if this other one that we're talking about, this current Metal Gear that can be possible, starts off with a short portion of Raiden and a long portion of Snake? Yeah. Now, that's, before you guys go on thinking you're just saying that because you didn't like how it was short for Snake and long for Raiden, that's not the case. The case is because we actually, you know, thought about this in the big, you know, after a while, Raiden leaves yep. to train as a ninja. Because remember, he he wasn't that in two, and Snake was surprised that he was that in four. So there's a gap there. Yeah, there's 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 a time in which Snake and Raiden no longer see each other. Right. Whether or not it was before or after they rescue Sunny, I don't know. But now that I'm thinking about it, it could be that he left to train as a ninja after they rescued Sunny. Could yeah. Could yeah. be yeah. Although Sunny in the end is with Otacon and Snake, so Correct. that is that's something that can be discuss please let us know your thoughts so this is all happening snake snake is aging rapidly you know something happens to Raiden that he feels inadequate that he has to train this way yeah it i mean i think about the scenes where you know because i'm i'm pretty sure that Raiden felt the inspiration when snake gave him that sword right i always he and he goes back to it a little bit in in rising you know, when he talks about Snake, he just talks about um, him, you know, having a sparring session with Snake um, using a sword. You know, maybe he was talking about, uh, you know, part two, but maybe he was talking about another part, you know, where Snake throws him another sword, you know, and he's just like, let's do this. Let's train or something like in the beginning before the events of uh, when he became a ninja or something, you know, because his inspiration and it's without a fact is Snake. His inspiration for um, to be a warrior and a soldier comes from Snake. And so maybe he in this beginning part that you're talking about, there's flashbacks of two and like um, them training together. You know, Metal Gear has this uh, very creative way of doing flashbacks where it's just like scene by scene by scene kind of thing in a white fog and then going back to, you know, to real uh, life or whatever. It was done a lot in four, you know, where. He sees Mero for the for the first time again, and then it's like, uh, can you even shoot rookie? Whatever you know, and it just like shh, this, these flashbacks and stuff. But he also gets that thing with Johnny, where Johnny is like, 
you know, he doesn't even have, he has a safety on it. He goes back to that memory with, with uh, Merrill and it does his flashback thing. So maybe in this game from lightning to sun, it, it creates this flashback where uh, Raiden is just transitioning into this ninja. What was it that let him, led him to be a ninja? What was it that led him, uh, leave his training maybe with snake maybe uh they were doing some stuff together who knows but let him say like you know what i need to train more and i want to be something better and maybe something different maybe there was a fallout maybe there was a falling out between snake and raiden and maybe he just didn't feel uh adequate enough who knows something must have happened in the beginning that uh led him to go journey on to this um to becoming a ninja yeah absolutely there are many ways that this can go um as far as as you know where she's being held and stuff like that we know that sunny as a child or as a baby was being guarded okay, yeah heavily heavily guarded we're talking about you know whoever's guarding the patriots or whoever's guarding this whole system it's it's just crazy. It's it's powerful people. Yeah. Powerful so people. We've got three main characters. We've got Otacon, we've got Snake, and we well, Solid Snake, and we've got Raiden. You know? And who knows? Maybe Ocelot can make an appearance somehow. Yeah. Because we know that at some point Ocelot, you know, uh, goes through some transformation trying to make himself liquid stoppelganger. Maybe he has some maybe there'll be like a final phone call at the end. But we Wait, were thinking uh, Otacon? did I oh, I apologize if I did I meant to say Ocelot so and then all of this stuff can lead to kind of like the beginning of part four or rather um Raiden's entrance into part four so eventually like let's say after all the credits and everything like that if yeah, they, yeah they they you know find Sonny and or whatever the case may be, uh, it goes after the credits. And just like in part four where Big Boss was there, you actually get to um, see Raiden for the first time uh, in his appearance for part four. And this time with the Metal Gears, and you actually came up with this idea. I was pretty impressed. Um, you get to fight the Metal Gears as you're protecting Snake. Right, and that, that scene that you see when you first see Raiden. Raiden isn't in the whole game until this point. You don't know anything about Raiden. You don't know anything until this point where he's on a rooftop and uh, you're kind of in this um, war kind of cutscene with Snake where he takes cover and everything and then you kind of see it from his eyes, right? And like, Or dare we say even before that because he contacts him in a place where, where Snake isn't even there yet. Right, yep. That's so right. maybe it maybe it can start from there. You're covering Snake now. You know, so let us know let us know what you guys think at under the cardboard box at gmail.com. You know, should this game how would this game look? You know, what would be the context uh, other than saving Sunny? What would what would be the struggles they have to go through? Uh let us know what you think of how Snake would react to his accelerated aging. Would he be really shocked? Would he go through a stage of uh, distress? You know what I mean? Because that yeah, what kind of relationship? Yeah, and what kind of relationship does Otacon and Snake have during that time? Well, they, I knew it grew more. You know no, I mean? of because course, yeah. Part two when yeah. they had that super cool handshake where they were just oh you know, yeah, you remember uh, that? Yep, I do remember that. Yeah, so they were they were pretty close, and uh, yeah, I mean, it, I think I think it would be great to like see the development and what they meant to each other. You know, kind of a deal. 
Uh, but please, we want to know from you guys what can happen. You know, send us emails. Join us at UCB Podcast. Uh, this game, I think, would be awesome, man. I think so, too. I think that there's a lot of room for creativity, a lot of room for gameplay. Um, like we were talking about before, we just we don't just want a glorified DLC, right? We want a full-fledged game that actually has a plot and canon story into it, not just like a thrown-in, like, ah, we'll just price tag this at uh, $39.99 and you can get it here. You know, we, we actually want a full-fledged $60 next-gen game where it has a great, rich story, great bosses. Um, keep keep the same sta- uh, the same theme of Metal Gear, the same format of Metal Gear, uh, where you know you fight bosses, possibly a Metal Gear. I mean, come on, there's been so many Metal Gears, and Metal Gear uh, Rising, he fights a plethora of them, and you just take them out like nothing. So, like, yeah. Just write write to us at under the cardboard box at gmail.com just to let us know what you guys think of this story, this bridge connecting the 10 years of Metal Gear Solid 2 and Metal Gear Solid 4. I think it promotes um, well-balanced different styles of gameplay because Snake is not going to play the same way as uh, Raiden, you know, so this also creates a great balancing act for those two characters. Um, I could even see it as chapter one, uh, you know, being snake and whatever. And then maybe chapter two can be again, like right in, like switching off. You know, it could be yeah. a number of ways, right? Yeah, yeah. It could be a number of ways. But I like the play on of what you said of, you know, writing in the uh, in the beginning and then snake the whole way through and then writing at like the final credits, kind of like how Metagross Audit 4 did it with uh, Big Boss. Right. So. And it will be them rejoining, just like it right, did in just part like two. In part two, like right. it was Snake, Raiden, and then they fought together at the end. But this time, <laughs> you know, you got to play. But this time, you'll get to play a Snake. Yeah, and it's it's deal. it's great because everyone said it. You know, when Metal Gear Solid Four came out, like, oh man, I wish I got to play that part and stuff. And we kind of did uh, with Metal Gear Rising. You know, wasn't exactly Metal Gear esque, but I think this one can be just like how Revengeance was going to be, which was the canceled game that. Uh, Hideo Kojima was making uh, with his team that got canceled, which was more probably canon to Metal Gear Solid and more of that gameplay, third-person view, um, kind of tactical uh, espionage action with the stuff included as well, um, which was the articles that I was reading, which was how it was going to be until it got canceled. So maybe this one this one can be just like that one and right. have kind of a, a more geared gameplay towards... Uh, a metal gear yeah yeah man i i just like as we're speaking about it i thought what the first mission could be like yeah where it's they're they're really about searching for sunny so since you play with Raiden at first can you imagine you know you're teamed up with snake they storm into a room and like of course you've got the blade right you've got the yeah, blade yeah, handy. yeah you're going in and he's just like you know deflecting the bullets and uh snake is right behind him just you know shooting it out and so the first mission could be like we've got we've got a lead on her. We got a lead. We got this amount of time, or they're gonna get away, and um, that would be like the epilogue. That would be like the before, right? Is that epilogue or is that after? Epilogue is after. Uh, before. It's before. Okay, right. So I think. Okay, so we can make mistakes. <laughs> uh, prelogue. Prelogue. I don't know. Prologue. Prologue. Yes, epilogue is afterwards. Yeah. Okay. So the prologue would just be like, you know, they're trying to find her and. You, 
you're storming through this thing. It's time sensitive and there's so much action going right, on and like stuff like that. A lot that. of stuff. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. And you're playing as Raiden. You're just like, you can, you have they to just play. just literally the, throw you in the fire in the beginning of the game. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, I, I can only imagine a, a combination between the blade and a gun. I can see this happening. And yeah. so when you get it to the end, it's like, damn it, she's not here either. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's where yeah. it starts. It's like when this, you know, when lightning meets the sun or something. It, did I say it yeah, right? Yeah, we're we're uh, from lightning from lightning to sun. Yeah, right. So it 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 just starts there, and so the way that the missions work is is kind of like, you know, it kind of gives you kind of a listing of here's Raiden's missions. Yep, yep. Kind of a deal, and then here's what Snake and and stuff will do afterwards. Uh, so guys, that's our layout for it. You know. Add more to it. And uh, we'll read it right here. We'd love to hear your, your theories as well. And it'll keep us going. So thanks for listening. Who's that? It's trivia time. Heidel, my man. Are you ready? I'm ready. That's good because I haven't thought of a line anyway. Great. <laughs> so, um, okay, here we go. I got one. You ready? You're going to have to take him out. Wow. No context, huh? Say it again. What is it? You're going to have to take him out? You're going to have to take him out. Hmm. Okay, fine. I'll give you a little leash. You're going to have to take him out. And the other person says, what are you, crazy? I'm no soldier. Okay. Um, Metal Gear Solid 1. Uh, Solid Snake talking to Meryl in Shadow Moses Island. That's a broad part one area. <laughs> a little Shadow bit, Mo- a little bit after they meet. A little bit, just a little bit after they meet. A little bit after they meet. Okay. No. That is, um, it is Metal Gear Solid One. I thought you were gonna get it, man. I was like rooting for you. It was Metal Gear Solid One. When you're in the cell, and um, Otacon comes and brings you ration and ketchup, okay, and you, you you know you tell him you know you're gonna have to take out the guard, and he's like, "What are you crazy? I'm not a soldier. I can't do that." Ah, that's good. That's good. That was good. I you remember it now? I, a little bit. Very vague. Very okay. Vague. Well, guys, that's our trivia. That is it. <laughs> We'd love to get your suggestions. Uh, please feel free to. Contact us at underthecardboardbox at gmail.com. Heidel. Yes. We are at the end of our show. That's it. I hope you guys enjoyed that one. Uh, We're doing this new thing where we're talking about the Metal Gear series as spinoffs. So canon spinoffs, right? But the Metal Gear saga story where we play on these gaps. uh, These gaps between... uh, It could be two games, possibly three. Um, last week we spoke about loyalty to the end, which is the Cobra unit's uh, story with the boss and everything. Uh, this week we're talking about from lightning to sunny to sun, and we're just talking about Raiden and that connection between Snake and Raiden between part two and part four. I hope you guys enjoy that one, and please, guys, write to us on Twitter. We just had uh, Arnaldo was showing me we just had a uh, a Twitter follower of ours that subscribe to us on YouTube. And um, if you could pull up the name so we could shout them out. Uh, thank you for this one uh, for sure. Because 
uh, he was actually, you know, like very impressed with the episode, but also like thinking about the the actually full on um, sense of the Cobra unit and everything. He was actually going into it uh, with it. And what's his what's his name? So at just Alphonse, thank you for listening. Just Alphonse. Um, he said, um, I have a lot of theories and I still have to write them down, but I love how you guys think. This is one of the best things in MGS finding. Uh, finding people that not only understand what you're thinking, but people that were thinking the same before knowing each other. Thanks a lot at uh, Just Alphonse. We, uh, we love hearing from you guys. You guys will see that on Twitter. We'll take what you take from us. So sometimes we'll retweet it or we'll uh, take a screenshot of it and tweet it out ourselves. You can follow us at UCB Podcast um, where we just... That's our mother base, practically. Uh, yeah. We're also on Facebook. Just search under the cardboard box podcast, and you should be able to follow us. Um, and uh, we, we, we just want, we really want to hear from you guys. So, Heidel, episode 44, we're coming to an ending. Any last words? Um, no, man. Guys, honestly, thank you for listening. We can see the outpouring of fans. Um, Thank you, uh, MGS eyes, as MGO eyes as well. You always, uh, you always, always, always sharing, there, always, sharing, always sharing our YouTube content. You know, uh, you're you're awesome, dude. And the community, you know, everyone part of the Metal Gear community that listens to us. Uh, thank you for accepting us in the Metal Gear community. We want to be the the Metal Gear podcast, um, the Metal Gear place to come to, not for bragging rights, not for pride or anything like that, but just to bridge, uh, kind of like this episode, just to bridge a gap that. Um, we all have. There's so many great outlets out there like the Snake Soup and all these other things. And we support them fully as well. And we want to come into uh, cahoots with them as well and other uh, different ventures. Um, you know, we've spoken to uh, Magswag, who's part of K-Code as well. And just the community, the outpouring as well. Um, we We definitely love the fans and hearing from you guys, whether it's good or bad, because it just makes us better. Uh, we're uh, really still a really young 44 year old podcast. Um, so 44. 44, sorry, 44 episode old podcast. And so, you know, honestly, we just want to uh, thank you for listening and watching. So please don't forget to subscribe to us on youtube.com slash under the cardboard box podcast, as well as following us like Arnaldo was saying. And you can be part of that discussion. Well said, Heidel. Well said. So, guys. We're going to leave you be. We got to go home. It's 11.30 p.m. On a Sunday night. Yep. So we want to deliver this by Tuesday for you guys. Uh, and if any of you guys want to hear us on uh, Mondays, consider supporting us on Patreon. He's Heidel Martinez. I'm Arnaldo Castillo. And we are going home.
And that's our show. 